Hello there, I'm ASCP Hunter, real estate broker, financial expert. Thank you for joining me today in this podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about being under banking. Um, under banking, what happens and why, and the why's that affect the reasons why people may not have banks and how to go about um, getting a bank or getting an institution to put your money in and the benefits of that. That's what we'll be talking about today. Thank you for joining me in this podcast and let's get started. Okay, so let's get started. What about being under banking? Well, what happens is that unfortunately banking or having a bank account is so expensive for a lot of people and for for many people. It's just even the people who pay for the banking is still a, there's a price to pay. Many banks, especially banks that are classified as A banks or B banks, which would be an A bank will be a Wells Fargo, a Bank of America, Chase. Those type of banks charge for having the money, uh, your money in their banks. And the only way that you get away from not paying those fees is that if you carry a certain amount of balance or if you have direct deposit with a certain amount. And that prevents prevents uh, the charge on your account. Otherwise, you, there will be a fee for having the bank, uh, having a, a bank account with them. And certainly, that is not an option for a lot of people. Uh, to begin, uh, to open an account with them, usually you have to be in good standing. You have to have good uh, credit. They do they do run your credit. Uh, soft hit, that's what it would be. It's not an impacting one, but they do run your credit when you open your account to see if you are a good potential uh, client. Most people do get it, but the problem is not doesn't lie there alone. It lies on being able to maintain the account. What happens too often is, um, okay, let's say you have a Bank of America, this um, account, and you don't have, you went overboard, or you don't have enough money, or let's start with scenario number one. You don't have enough money in the account. So what happens is uh, that you have $10 in the account, and it costs maybe another, for this example, we're going to say another $10 to have the account. So what happens at the end of the month, you get wiped. Your $10 get wiped because you have to pay for having the account. So comes the next month and you have the possible because you believe that there's $10 in the account. So now what? Now what happens is that you are hit with a fee of not having enough money in the bank. And it takes 30 days for them to let you know. And if you're not on top of it or you don't get email alerts, then you will not know this. And 30 days later, now you are behind and so now what you do now my cookie will help you with your money call today
So we were talking about what happens uh, in month one when you find out that they have taken the $10 you had in the account because they need to get paid for for you having the account with them. So you don't find out 30 days later because you don't have uh, alerts set up with the emails. You get a letter 30 days later, you find out there is no money in the account. And in a good scenario, the only amount you owe them will be the amount um, for not having the amount to pay them, another $10 to, for the account. And so let's say if you don't have extra $10, then you're not able to maintain the account open. So what happens now is that month sec- the second month, what's going to happen is they, they might close your account down for not having enough money to pay them. And that stays in your in your not in your credit per se, but in an internal banking system that they use, uh, banks use to compare uh, to see if you owe other banks and to see if you're a good prospect for them. So now it goes in there and you don't no longer have a bank account. In that scenario, it's very, very, it happens too, too often. Now, the other uh, scenario would be same thing that you have a bank account that you have to pay for each month you don't have sufficient amounts and it's ten dollars per month and you have twenty dollars in the account and you used um, eighteen dollars of the eight uh, twenty dollars you have and there's only two dollars left and you forget that you have to make a payment of those ten dollars that they're gonna take away. So what happens now is the fee comes in, kicks in. It's time to pay the bank fee again, and now you are short and you only have two dollars in the account and you need eight dollars more to have those ten dollars to pay them. And so now they hit you with a fee, and plus the amount that you owe for not having the amount, the money, the ten dollars you need to pay them. And let's say that you won't get paid for a while. Uh, every two weeks and you've already run out of money and so what happens now well what happens now is that they'll they'll 30 days pass and um, month two usually it takes 30 to no more than 60 days it'll close down your account same thing it'll go into um, report that is used internally by banks to see if you owe other banks in case you want to go open them um a bank account somewhere else and you don't want to pay them they'll check those records to see um, if you owe any other bank and so this will go into that record and if you go somewhere else let's say you are have a Bank of America and you want to go to Wells Fargo now they check the records and they see that you owe Bank of America another uh, $20 okay and so what they might ask you it would be maybe to go back and pay Bank of America or they might not even take you as a new client so this happens in i know in small amounts but but not everybody has thousands and thousands of dollars and to have uh, money lying around so they could be able to pay those fees so that's a frustration many americans have now let's go to scenario number two and let's have a quick pause and we'll be right back Okay, thank you, and we're back. So, 
banking uh, that's one of the many reasons like we were discussing many people do not have a bank uh, a bank account a bank account because they cannot they're not able to maintain the monthly payments and or they get confused and they cannot keep track keep track of what they spend and what they have in the bank so when they get hit when the fees kick in and they get hit with a fee it gets really messy and it gets complicated and all of a sudden you're behind you have and you have fees some people learn to live with those fees and that's how they're able to maintain their accounts but frankly it's thousands of dollars that add up really quick if you are paying all these fees to the bank just for having the luxury of having your money in the bank now what other people resource to is um those cash apps and some places uh, what they do is they transfer money but for the most part you still need to have a bank account to have your money sent to you and what many people many of these apps cash apps are trying to do is give you an issue you a car sort of like a bank that way you don't have to have a bank account or maybe you borrow some friend's account and just initially put it there but then they give you the app gives you the option to put money in that debit card and then you go ahead and do it like that and that way you do not have to have a bank account yourself and many people are doing it this way because they cannot afford to have a bank and that is practical that people um, use a cash app to interchange money between themselves but for serious institutions let's see your job not necessarily maybe in this time things have changed so drastically because of the pandemic and now um no one can go out and so people they realize people don't have banks and so now they're gonna have to try to work around or work with these apps so maybe employers in the future will use these apps to deposit your money your, your payments, your payroll, but maybe oh, that's what's gonna happen. But for now, I, I don't, I don't, it, I don't think so. It's just in between friends, and that's how you use it, and between people, but not really institutions because it's not formal enough. They still request a routing number. In fact, what I know is that um, I think Cash App has come out with a routing number. That way, you could provide a routing number and account number. Uh, for the government to issue you those uh, the stimulus amounts uh, for those people who don't have a checking. Now the other option is okay. Those are the cash up. Some people just go to with their checks to places that do uh, exchange and cash your checks or Walmart or one of those freestanding places and they go and cash a check but like I said that was in the uh, different times where people used to walk up to places now you know the problem is that we are not able to go out and and go into the banks and so it's very hard for people who don't have the network banking network set up now the option number the other option you may have and we're going to cover in a little bit coming up is going to be um, what options you have what can you do we'll cover in a minute let's listen to our sponsors and we'll be right back
So I'm back. And what do you do with, if you cannot afford to pay a Bank of America or Wells Fargo? Well, a lot of people join credit unions. Credit unions are fairly common. Uh, it's everywhere now, everywhere. And usually many of them have been progressive and let the general public be members. Uh, they require one or two items to be members, such as, do you live in the zip code? I mean, they have really narrowed it down so people could join their credit unions. And credit unions are good because they are not like a bank. They're owned by the shareholders. And so it's, 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 they're more conservative. They do, uh, when you do apply for an account with them, they do check the same systems to see if you owe any money. Because, of course, they don't want to carry the burden. Um, same scenario, if you owe any other bank, they'll probably ask you to pay them before they open you an account. But the benefit of, of credit unions, many, many of them do not charge you for having a bank account with them. And that is beneficial because you have a bank account when you need it. And when you don't, nothing happens. It just sits there. So people could go on three months without using their bank account and no problem. You see, if you were paying $10 a month, you, you already saved $30 right there. It is, it adds up. And so now you have your bank account. If you should need it, it's there for you with a routing number and account number and at zero cost to you. Now, um, it only gets complicated if people are not able to maintain the account because they get overdrafted. They use more than they have in the account. And that is a problem that should be addressed because any account, free or not free, if you're not able to keep the balances in your account, um, you're going to get closed down. And so some people, and when you're young too, it happens, they go from one bank to another and they do this uh, about three banks. Let's say they go to one, they don't pay. They go to another one, open an account, they don't pay, and they do the final. And then the third round, uh, usually no one else is opening an account for them. And then they end up being unbankable. And so if they're already giving it to you for free, don't mess it up. Just, just make sure that you don't overuse if, overuse what you don't have. If you don't have, if you're going to buy something and you have $20 and it's $25, don't buy it because what's going to happen is for those five dollars if you do have overdraft protection they'll pay for it and you're going to owe them the um, uh, five dollars plus whatever amount of the fees a small amount of fees or worse if you don't have overdraft protection it's going to be five dollars plus 25 dollars for using money you don't have in there so now you owe 30 dollars so it's crazy and that amounts up and a lot of people get frustrated and don't want to pay because of course who wants to pay that but the fact is that that's how the bank make their money so um, credit unions is a way to go it's a good option now let's talk about people who don't have an address and people who are not stable because for whatever reason they don't have a certain place uh, to live so a lot of people do not have banks because they're not stable they don't have a place um, to call home so they don't have an address and so for those people what do i recommend well they could what you can do is there could be different options option one would be have a near family member 
where you can use their address and then let you send mail to that address and therefore now you have a mailing address that you can use for the bank or for the non-for-profit or um, credit union to be able to open your your bank uh, your banking account and that is a way to solve that problem now now if you don't have a relative that would let, is willing to lend you their address then the other option is non-for-profits non-for-profits who are helping people who are in transition in their lives you might be able to use their address uh, to have mail sent to them and that way you have a, a place uh, where you could collect your mail from that's another option and in at least you know your mail will be going there so you can pick it up uh, option the third option is to get a, a p.o box sometimes it doesn't work because p.o box costs money too and if and if the whole point is to have something that don't cost you any money to maintain i wouldn't um i, I wouldn't go with that option but maybe you could share a p.o box with a couple people and that way it brings the calls down uh, and you could get your mail that way so that's a good way of having an address because banks and institutions banking institutions require you to have an address and a lot of people do not have an they're for whatever reason are being mobile and not staying in one place that's the reason they don't have a, a bank account or um, the third well the other another reason would be is that um, no ID or not having your documents organized again if you're in a mobile position in your life where you don't you don't have those documents in handy that is a reason that prevents a lot of people from having a bank account but overall the number one reason is money not having enough money to maintain the account open uh, not enough um, not being mobile that's another reason people don't have transportation to go and back and forth to the bank and deposit it's hideous for it's too much it's just too much work for them and so they just decide not to bank they just decide to go to the corner store and cash their check when they need to and so but in this time like i said the benefits is that for people who had a bank account getting the money back from uh, government the stimulus was pretty easy you have a routing number account out and a lot of people who don't have that had a really hard time in fact they're still waiting a lot of people are still it's may 5th and people are still waiting for their stimulus check and uncertain where the money went because they're not they don't they don't have a, a routing number account number that they use very often or they borrow one or they just went to open one so they, they haven't uh, used it or exercised it enough to know that have the confidence that it, where, where is the money going to go. So basically, um, the benefits are that life is really easy, really easy when you have a bank, you, when you're banking. And it's even easier if you have a bank that you don't, you don't pay for and you have it available when you need it, but you don't have to pay anything when you're not using it or even if you're using it you still don't pay it's free the benefit is that they want you to put their money in the bank so if you're not using it they're able to let other people borrow your money so of course they is backed up but by the fdic and so don't worry you'll get your money when you go into the bank and you need your money you'll have money okay but um that's how they're making money 
so i hope you guys um have enjoyed it and hope that you uh, it has been beneficial to see um what options you have out there as far as banking and the reasons why many people for those people who do have banking understand a little more those people who don't and the reasons behind it and so we can all learn uh, and be better i hope this podcast has helped you all i see you a lot here i will hear from you soon or you will hear from me soon and have a great day